0: good morning Greeting morning. you with the holy words peace, peace be the all right sister kim was doing this i was thinking she was trying to cut off my mic <laughs> this is a blessed time we've been talking about the parables of christ and one thing that i like about jesus's teachings they're very simple teachings it's not it's not very difficult to to understand what he's saying like i tell people Sometimes in the, when you get to studying, you have to open up commentaries, and that's other people's ideals and of what such and such means. But when it comes to Christ's teachings, they're very simple teachings. They're life lessons, and, and he challenges us before he gets to the spiritual part. And if you remember last week, uh, we talked about a, a friend at midnight. Remember that? But then he started out with, which one of you would have a friend at midnight? First of all, he had us to take a look at ourselves to figure out if we even understood what a friend of midnight is. Those that could be a person's friend at midnight, Will they understand what he was talking about and the love that he had for us in our darkest hour of our lives? Does that make sense? And so we're gonna do these parables probably for a long time because I'm a, a, a person that likes to just teach simple. You see, if we're, not, if we're too far out there, then people don't understand what's going on. Remember I told you, if it's heavy, they don't understand. We need life lessons because, you know, once you get saved, it's easy. But living the life is the hard part. It is, it is, it is very difficult to live the life. Today we want to talk about one I done three years ago, but it's one of the parables. We still want to um, uh, use it. And this one here is a very important parable, how he does that. And we're gonna talk about uh, over, over committing. Don't overcommit yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, the, you know, and you've heard me say, everything costs. Mm-hmm. Everything costs, good mm-hmm. or bad, it costs you something. Mm-hmm. You see? And so, you know, it, uh, if you didn't eat enough, It costs. You eat too much? It costs. You see, so these things that, everything. And so if, if you win, it costs. If you lose, it costs. And so we need to understand that before we make a commitment that's bigger than our abilities, then we're going to pay the price for that. You see, I used to be one that would overdo. Now, I'm older now, and I. Now, there's, my body, my mind, can't do that anymore. And so I had to be very careful of what I say I'm going to do. and then Sister Gwen and I got out uh, about three weeks ago, or well, two weeks two weeks ago, and what well, we, we thought we was having fun raking the leaves because we got trees everywhere. <laughs> and so we got up to 26 bags, I think, 26 bags of leaves. and that was half of it. so <laughs> What the next thing was was a telephone call. <laughs> hey, man, uh, the guy's coming. Get these leaves. you see, because I ain't trying to do that. That was the back part. That wasn't even the front yard. And so you, you had to, and then I was sore uh, from, oh, man, I was really sore. And then I was uh, telling my, my sister, Shirley, about it. And she said, yeah, you get sore now that you get older. She said, sometimes I get sore after I comb my hair. Yeah, and she's here this morning, yeah, can yeah, you tell that. you. this? Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a difficult thing. So what you want to do now is, is you don't want to get, get further than what your abilities or your talents are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we get to saying things, as my mother used to say, running off at the mouth, you see? And we get to saying things and, uh, uh, and then one, when it's time for us to pay the cost. We're not ready to pay the cost. Well, let's just use one because I've been doing this a lot here lately. It's to, to have you ever, I mean, have you ever really sat down? Uh, some of you have and you failed at it and some of you stuck in there and you can tell us how difficult it is. When you set up and you make that commitment, uh, you make that commitment to death do us part. You hear what I'm saying? When you make that commitment to death do us part, some people really don't understand what they could what say. Right? Uh, for better or worse. It can be worse in sickness and in health, Mm -hmm. you need to evaluate that. You know, if you really evaluate that, then you're gonna pay the price Mm -hmm. when you make that statement because it's gonna happen sooner or later, okay? You see, uh, you buy a house, you see, and uh, I remember we got this letter, and then I asked Gwen, what is added? It's so taxes, I don't pay taxes on something I'm buying. Right? And then they go up, yeah. it's the same house. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. You see, that's how it works. And so what, you know, you buy a car, you see, and you got just enough money to put the down payment, and then you forget about what? The tags, you see? So everything costs, all right? If you tell somebody you're gonna be their friend, a a, a lifetime friend, it costs, you see? And so we wanna talk about that. It's just like uh, in in the Gospel, Peter was uh, telling Jesus, uh, Peter says, man, I don't care what happens, what goes down, I got your back. Mm -hmm. And he he was talking real crazy, you see, well, Maybe he would. Maybe he's, he loved Jesus enough to no matter what went down, no matter what the condition was, that he would be there for Christ and then he would just stand up and say, this is Jesus the Christ and I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And if you get him, you got to get me. Because right. yes, he just got through from the dinner table telling Jesus what he would do. Yes, no matter what would go on, then he would deal with them, okay? Mm-hmm. He, he said that, but when, it's, when it's, go, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen, that somebody's gonna challenge you, okay? If somebody's gonna challenge him, okay, mm-hmm. if he really meant that. And one of the most hurtful things in life is when somebody tells you they're gonna do something, mm-hmm. and then they don't finish it. Mm-hmm. And all of you sitting there bent on both ends. You're sitting in there, that's a hurtful thing. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that when, uh, you can read that part, when, uh, after Peter said that, what happened?
1: So in verse 69 of Matthew, Peter was sitting out in a courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also were were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said.
0: Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Now you just said to Jesus, that you would be there no matter what went on? Mm-hmm. You said that. Right. You just said to Jesus, I'm gonna be there for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand. Didn't you say that? No, and now something comes up. He said, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't wanna take that brother to a, uh, to a fight. Right? Right? <laughs> right? You remember? We talked about the cost, Mm -hmm. everything costs. So he he was running off at the mouth, Mm -hmm. told Jesus one thing, but when it came right down to it, he lied. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Because he made a commitment and he lied. But he gets a second chance. So the second chance, (laughs) that lie should have hurt him so much that he gets a second chance, he should have said, if I get another chance, I'm not gonna do this again. Mm -hmm. What happens?
1: So another servant girl saw him and said to the people there.
0: This, this is his chance mm-hmm. That's
1: right. to make
0: up for the lie he told. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he did what he does.
1: This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man.
0: What an oath? Mean, I swear I don't know him.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. See where I'm coming from? He had a second chance. Now I don't know if there's a third chance on there. He's got a third chance. Three strikes and definitely out.
2: <laughs>
0: so he's getting a third time to make up for the other two times. <laughs> See what happens. Because you feel guilty the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You ought to be grieving the second time. Surely you want to change your way of processing and thinking the third time. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
1: So after a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away.
0: Whoa. you one of them. Your accent gives you away. Uh-huh. That's what they said. What are you talk? Phew, you're one of them. You understand? What do he say?
1: Then Peter began to call down curses. And he swore to them, "I don't know the man."
0: Now he got to cussing. Now he don't went crazy. Now <laughs> <laughs> he done went from one end to the other, right? Cursing—that's what the book says. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't tuck him into a deeper sin. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is why people don't. A lot of people don't come to church. Mm-hmm. You see, because a lot of Christians are not Christ-like they church goes, mm-hmm. And, and uh, a lot of people deny, okay? Listen to me. A lot of people deny that they are Christians mm-hmm. on their job. Uh, 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 they want to hide it. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know they were Christians. You see? You know, you know, and, and it's a strange. I heard a preacher say once it made sense uh, not too long ago everybody's going to come out now. <laughs> Gays come out, transgenders come out. Uh, bisexuals come out, them the days come out. Everybody done come out but Christians.
1: Hmm. Well. Hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Christians ain't coming out. They still hiding. And it's no, I'm serious. And that's a sad. Go ahead and laugh. Some of you want to laugh, laugh. You know, it's a sad thing. They're they hiding. You see, they act like no, no, nobody, no, I want nobody know I'm a Christian. You see? And the Bible tells us to let our light shine. When we become a Christian to come say, the book says, let your light shine before men, right? You can't glorify God unless you come out and say, I'm a Christian. But too many Christians are hiding, hiding, talking it when they're among themselves. But when they get out in the world and an opportunity to to, uh, talk about Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior or to evangelize, or to do some discipleship, and these people, mm-hmm. folks, hiding, mouth bigger than their actions. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. All right, give God a hand clap. All right, that's good. Yeah. Help me here. So here's so what Peter did is what he didn't add up the cost of running off at the mouth. He made a promise to Jesus. Right in front of all the other boys, and you know the other 12 were there. Excuse me, the other 11 were there, and Jesus and and he all chest sticking all out. Now you know, let's go to the street. These punks ain't about nothing. But let me tell you what I do. He said, "Oh, come," you know, they just like us. They just spoke a different language. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna stand, Jesus. I'll stand there with you. I will never deny you. Mm -hmm. Jesus looked at that boy and said, "Man, please." <laughs> he know you on know, three times you're going to deny me.
2: Yes.
0: He didn't add up the cost about what he was saying. Right. Yeah. How many times you promised God something, said you were going to do something yes. in your Christian life, well, and you didn't add up the cost, yeah. and you, he gave you three opportunities to fix it, yeah. and you hid. Right. All right. All right, he gave you an opportunity to come out. I just got through using that parable. You didn't come out, you stayed in the dark because I don't want them to know on my job I'm a Christian. I don't want some of my family members to know I'm a church person. You see what I'm saying? Am I making any kind of sense at all? Mm-hmm. All, right. all right, and so it, it's, it's, and Satan loves uh, for us to. To do that, mm-hmm. remember I talked about marriage a while ago. Mm-hmm. There's in in the marriage vows. Remember, mm-hmm. first of all, it's forsaking all others at cost, if you get married, that's what this says in the vows. You see, it's forsaking that mother and that father, and what mm-hmm. to your wife? wife. Yes, yeah, so we told the guys, mm-hmm. love love your wife as Christ has loved the church. Right. Tell the wife the same thing. You know, all of this stuff is here. And remember, it says, for better or worse. Doesn't it not say that? Mm-hmm. The one person that you should be able to depend on when you're married is this, your spouse, according to the gospel. That person that, that's made that total commitment that you ought to be able to depend on, and you and you all heard me say it, and some of you all witnessed it, and you've been through it, is for better or worse, in sickness, in health, richer and poor. You see? You see, that means that Sister Gwen married a, a real healthy guy. Mm-hmm. She had no de- no idea, he's a help, he's fit. He was healthy, he was fit. She had no idea that that guy was going to get cancer. Mm-hmm. But it says in sickness and in health, right? So the one person that for you all that ain't and might get there and you all that are there, the one person that you ought to be able to to stand beside you, no matter what the situation is, is the person that made a promise in a lot of cases, first, not not all cases, to God and the the family. The husband, who gives this woman, you see? So you know that when you make that commitment, there are people that believe you. And can I go a little further? Say yes, Pastor. Yes, Yes. Pastor. Saying it, you may believe it yourself. But what are you going to do when it comes around? Mm -hmm. To sickness. Yeah? Because it can happen, it can get worse. Mm -hmm. There's a guy that was really had it together. He supported his family and. they lived with the riches that he had gained, uh, however he had gained them. And uh, he got challenged with some sickness. I mean, his wife had everything, his kids had it, and he, he had everything, he had it, everything going. And then, you know, sometimes trouble will find you. And You've all heard me say that. And he got sick, his name was Job. read it see if his wife will stick it out with him
1: so in job 2 starting at verse 7 so satan went out from the presence of the lord and afflicted job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head and
0: so he he had he struck him with a disease Right, that's right now everything is not the devil today but he struck him with a disease Mm -hmm. but that should not be a problem because the one place that he could go would be able to go to his wife, mm-hmm. that he, he he can. She's the one that would be his counselor, his preacher, yes, it's his comfort. That's where he could go. In the midst of all of that, the one place he could go is to go to his wife, mm-hmm. and, and and she's looking at him suffer, and she's looking at him suffer to the point. Some of you hadn't been there, but keep living. She's looking to the point that she's looking at him suffer and when somebody loves somebody and is committed to that person when that person suffers the other person suffers too come on say amen to that amen all right so she's looking at this and seeing this and surely it should bring a spirit of compassion upon her because this is supposed to be the love of her life this is the man that she promised uh, yes that she promised to death do us part rich or poor sickness and health so he's looking for that pillar Come on, to lay his head on, to cry, meaning her shoulders. He can lean on her. Mm -hmm. See what she says.
1: His wife said to him in verse 9, Are you still maintaining your integrity?
0: She was was excited. She was excited, should be. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Are you you still maintaining your integrity? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we run off at the mouth too much. She should have stopped right there. What she said are you still yeah so so he still had his integrity because she's seen it she's asking him about it you still dealing with it that should have excited her Mm -hmm. to make her even more proud that she married this man no matter what condition his condition was in he was still holding on to holding on to jesus Mm -hmm. well not jesus but the holy spirit of god to us i'm trying to get it for us today no matter what she should be excited or it could be the other, the other way around. He should be excited. So his wife is going through something and, and she's going through the suffering of something. It ought to excite him to look at her and see how her, she still has her integrity in the midst of trials and tribulations. There's so somebody with me here this morning know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it doesn't have to be husband and wife. It can be brothers and sisters. It can be friends. To look at that person that's going through something and still Maintain their integrity. It should inspire you to love them more. Come on here. She should it should inspire her to love him more. What do you think? Let's see what she says.
1: But then she said, curse God and die. What? That can't
0: be right. You get where I'm coming from? The very person that he was leaning on, that should have been there for him, hurting probably worse than the disease he was dealing with. Because it's a very painful thing when you love somebody, you care about somebody, and you're suffering. And they tell you to curse God and die? You see? You understand what I'm saying? She should have never married him. Come on here, give God a hand clap here. That's a good teaching there. Amen. Yeah. Uh, she shouldn't she she made those vows. You see? Isn't it something that, you know, the honeymoon's over sometimes with some people after the honeymoon's over, the vow's over. Mm. After the wedding and honeymoon. You see? Well, am I doing all right? Mm-hmm. And then you have then you got people that want to be somewhere and set some place where they don't know what they're saying. You see? You see? Somebody might want to say, I want to be where Pastor Fields is. I want to be a, a Pastor Fields' place. Mm. You really? <laughs> you know you're going to have to deal with cancer. Twice. Right? right. Yeah, you, yeah, you can just come on and just say, oh God, I want to be like Pastor Fields. Got quiet in there for real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is real talk here. You see? You don't know what somebody else went through That's to get so. to That's where so. they at. That's
2: right. You Amen. See? Amen.
0: You, you gotta be careful talking about talking about that. Be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. You see? Because I'm trying to get you to understand life. And sometimes life is you got very difficult. And and we just this week and sister Kim, uh, Buried her mother, Sister Jean, Bear sitting there, buried her mother. Wait, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Here's what I'm talking about, folks. I'm trying all I do is try to teach you, to let you know. It ain't Brother Ray had a whole bunch of folk he did with five funerals, was it? Uh, yes, in two weeks. Here's what I'm trying to tell you, life is not fair. Life is not fair. There's no place in here where it says it's fair. You see? He wouldn't tell you that you needed a comforter if you didn't need comfort. That's right. You see? It's in there. You see? And sometimes, listen to me, because I'm trying to teach you sometimes. Sometimes I know God, the Holy Spirit, is my comforter. I know that. But God has placed a woman in my life to be my comforter. Yeah. That's why we get married. You see? You see, I tell you all, I wasn't being arrogant last week when when I was in there dealing with that bone cancer type thing. But folks are sending me scriptures. I don't read all of them. Somebody had them long scriptures on it. I got that little bitty phone anyway. I didn't need scriptures. I need somebody to tell me they love me. Praying for you, Pastor. We love you. You you see? Are y'all with me? And so these are the things that we need to get in our heads and in our hearts and our spirits before we start opening up our mouth. We need to think about it. Uh, what's that song Rita Franklin used to say, and y'all know it, some of y'all that listen to it, you better think. Mm-hmm. You, you see what, well, you see? And so we need to think about certain things before we actually put ourselves in that position. Mm-hmm. And so some things look good, and the position looks good, and where they stand looks good, but you don't know where they, what they went through to get there. That's right. All right? Here's a couple, here's a couple fellas, all right?
1: Yes, the sons of Zebedee in Matthew 20... Say, you don't know what you are asking, Jesus says to them.
0: See, see, they wanted to do what? One wanted to sit on the right hand. One wanted to sit on the left hand. You see? We want to sit on the right hand. I want to sit on the left hand. Isn't that something What makes you think they thought they were special? Right. Yeah, they're, no, they're, I want to be on this side. Jesus was dealing with some real knuckleheads. Yeah, Peter just got like, through line. Yeah, yeah. Now, right. yeah, right. Now, here are these, these folks are coming. I'm going to sit on the right, one on the left. Mm-hmm. The nerve they had. Right. Okay, go ahead.
1: So, Jesus asked, Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink?
0: And they did, Jesus said, Do you think you can drink the cup that I'm going to drink? <laughs> yeah, well, 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 well. <laughs> you see what he was saying, you know, and he's talking about his crucifixion. And boy, he was getting ready to go through. Right. And you're going to stand, you, don't, you really want to, you really think that you can drink the same cup that I'm going to have to drink. And Jesus himself didn't even want to drink that cup. Did he not get in the garden? Father, right. if there's any way that this cup might pass, right. but not my will, thy will be done. Right. Jesus himself didn't want to have to go through what he's going to have to go through. It's in there, you've read it. But these guys up here thinking... We want to be beside you. Hmm. you told him no, you don't. Right. But he, he's very gentle because Jesus is a very gentle person, okay?
1: So they answered and told Jesus, we can.
0: Whoa. They answered and said, oh yeah, Jesus, we can go through whatever you going through. Hmm. Yes, I can come back Pastor fields. I want to go through whatever you went through. I just want to be on the right hand and the left hand. Mm -hmm. That's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. But thank God for Jesus, all right?
1: (laughs) So Jesus said to them in verse 23, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant.
0: He said, You will drink from my cup. From my cup. (laughs) Jesus said, My cup but to sit on the right hand and left hand is not mine to give. Who is it for? Okay.
1: These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. Said,
0: my father. Put them. Listen now, these are the same guys that's talking about they could drink from the cup. Were they there when they come to God Jesus? Yeah, they were. When it came to get him, I'm talking about. And what did they do? They got up out of there. Didn't they run? They ran and got up out of there and left the women with Jesus. The region, you've all read this story. You don't, see, you don't see any men. You don't see the disciples there at the cross. You see the women. But the men went someplace else. I mean, one talked about he wouldn't deny him. He sure enough, he ran like a scared rabbit. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. These two guys doing all this, they didn't show up. Right. Right. You see? got to be careful what you say and how you say it. Because you don't know sometimes what you're saying. And these were men that thought that they had what it took to make it, so sometimes you don't have what it takes to make it. You see in life, I can't think of the name, but I'm going to use this because I use parables all the time. I can't think of it. One of the uh, uh, boxers wanted to, it was a lightweight, excuse me, light heavyweight, wanted to move up to heavyweight, because nah, there's weight there. And that's there for a reason. Yeah, you know the bigger yeah, you, know, you, know, you don't do that. And lasted about two rounds. Got knocked out. Got too big. So evidently he didn't think about it. I need to stay in my weight class and be champion. You see? I'm not trying to step over here and be the heavyweight champion and I'm a lightweight champion. You see, sometimes my mother used to say, bless her heart, leave, you need to leave well enough alone. Yeah. Ain't y'all heard that before? Yeah. You need to leave well enough alone. Amen. You see, I'm satisfied with being the lightweight champion of the world. Ain't no need in getting greedy and getting in the ring with the heavyweight champion of the world right. and getting knocked out and embarrassed. Yeah. And folks laughing at you. Yeah. You know what they're saying, DJ? You shouldn't have took your <laughs> up there in the first place. Come on, y'all know that's how it is. You see? And so, because they didn't let well enough alone. I'm trying to get all of y'all to understand it in here. This is, I went with marriage. Some people are good at marriage, don't have children because you can't handle children. Some can. Come on here with me. Every step in your life, you need to make sure that you add up the cost. Sometimes quitting the job, add up the cost. Sometimes staying too long, add up the cost. Everything costs something. You see, everything costs something. Here's the, going back to the parable, how the master teacher is teaching us how we ought to look at life. And he says, the Lord uh, crowd was traveling with Jesus and, and turned to, he turned to them and said, he's teaching, he's teaching, he's teaching. He's trying to let them know to follow him, thank you, to follow him, and what it takes to follow him you see because see a lot of times uh, uh we try to make it easy mm-hmm. and we need to tell how hard it is so we, we should tell the hardest part of it and not the easiest part of it and sometimes we need to get to the point where we exaggerate the hard part because what we're trying to do is save them from themselves yes. does that make sense yes. so sometimes god does that he saves us from ourselves if you have the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit is telling you no because the Holy Spirit is saving you from you. That In all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That means you don't need to be directing yourself, but the Holy Spirit will direct your path and he will take you in the right direction where we may choose the wrong direction, you see, because some roads look shiny and it looks like it's really... Good. Others look a little stormy, but the stormy road's the one he wants us to take because he will help us to get through the storm because there's a lesson there. Yes, you see? Because, and, and we all know that all that, gold, all that glitters is not gold, right? right? And so here we are today in, in Christ temple north. We're going to be this crowd, and he's talking to us. We want to be Christians. So we are that. And now we want to go into the next level and be the uh, uh, disciples of Christ disciples of Christ, that's another thing now. That's outside, that's outside church, okay? Disciples for Christ, that's, you know, I mean, we're ambassadors for Christ, that can be tough, you can get cussed out being an ambassador for Christ. You you understand what I'm saying? All right. Mm
1: -hmm. So Luke 14, verse 26, Jesus says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, Yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple. And, if
0: you, if, and most people get caught up in the word hate.
1: Right.
0: You see, he doesn't mean like hate like we talk about hate. Mm-hmm. He's talking about you better, It can't be important. Yeah. They can't be more important than me. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. See, I got to be first on the list. Mm-hmm. If you think you want to follow me. Because when you do follow Christ, let me tell you something. You're going to have to leave some people behind. You, you can get ready for that. You're going to have to leave some people that bless you. So here's the key to it: is Jesus has trying to bless you again. Jesus is just getting all the blessings she can get this morning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you see? So here's how we do it. Here's how. Keep following him. i got to keep following him. You see, because, wait a minute now, because why would he say that? He said that because some people will hinder you. They'll, they'll hinder you. And he says, you need to love me. I'm going to do it in a parable here. You need to love me more than you love anybody around you. And follow me. You get two people in a household like that, look how powerful that is. Look how powerful that is. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go.
1: And then he says, whoever does not carry their own cross and follow me cannot be my disciple.
0: So here, wait a minute now. Jesus, I don't know where the there's nothing wrong with some of the messages. Okay, prosperity messages are good. I like cross messages because I can deal with prosperity, but I got a cross to bear. Everybody got a cross to bear. Jesus says, no matter how much it hurts, take your cross. Pick it up, follow me, you see? Do you know that sometimes, sometimes, your cross is gonna come somebody else's salvation? Because they're gonna say how you handled your cross as a Christian, and your light's gonna shine, and they're gonna look at you and say, how did you do that? And you say, I love Christ so much, I picked up my cross, and no matter what my cross is, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to follow him. Are y'all with me this morning? And that's how it is in life. You pick it up. You pick it up. No matter how heavy your cross is, you pick up your cross. I'm going to follow Christ. Why? Because he told me so. And if he told me to pick up my cross and follow him, guess what? Say what? What? He'll give me the ability, the strength, and the power to carry it. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? And we need to know that. We need to know that. Anything that Jesus has called for me to do and asked me to do, he'll give me what I need to get it done. All right?
1: So now he's gonna make it clear to us in verse 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower.
0: Now he's gonna make it very clear here. This is one of my most favorite. Mm -hmm. So suppose one of you wants to get a doctor's degree. Mm -hmm. Suppose one of you want to go into your own business.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Suppose that one of you Would like to be a disciple of Christ. You see, Mm -hmm. do you have dreams? You have visions. Does God give you spiritual revelations? Suppose that. Suppose he says, "God, I say, God, I want to be a better pastor." Guess what? I've got to look at the cost. That's right. You see? Bigger church, bigger problems. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. More telephone calls. Yeah. You see? More funerals. Mm-hmm. More divorces. Mm-hmm. More sickness. Right. All of that. Yeah. You better you, you read that again because I'll, I'll do that. Suppose you want... To build a better marriage. Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead. I was well, just giving them, a, giving everybody time to think about it.
1: Right,
0: right. So let's do it this way suppose, suppose you want to build a bigger savings, suppose you want to live. Healthier, physically. Right. All yeah. oh, y'all got some supposes. That's right. Well, this morning I got a lesson for you here, right here. Read, please.
1: So, won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it?
0: You better sit down mm-hmm. and add it up. Add up the cost and see if you have the money, what, to complete it. You better add it up and see if you have the patience to deal with children. You better add it up and see if you have the love that you can live through the commitment that you made. You got to add it up. Add it up before you start building. Sit down, think about it. Now you can get your little thing out. Say, how much is this gonna cost me? What's the price of this? Some of you are good shoppers, aren't you? I'm a master shopper. I'm good, I'm good. I'll go to the store. And I look in there and say, okay, I like that, I like that, I like that, okay. I'll wait till January. I buy summer clothes in the wintertime. Uh, yeah, in, in winter you yeah, yeah, see, oh yeah. And I'll go back and get that thing at half price. And then I laugh and somebody paid full price for that jacket. Because when you add up the cost, I can't afford to pay the original price, but I can afford to pay the sales price. Mm-hmm. All right. Add up the cost. Mm-hmm. You say you want to be a church member? You want to join Christ Triple North and mm-hmm. be a church member? Better add it up. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is you want to be under this teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want, yeah, You want to be under this teaching. Mm-hmm. You see? And you're going to be committed and come into church and and uh, uh, if pastor asks you to do something, you know, and, and, and he's never gonna ask you to do something that's not out of God's will, you know, like backing. Church gotta be clean, or do something, you see? You gotta be friendly, you gotta love the family. Can't just, you see? Are you willing to go when pastor says go? You see? My brother, I was so excited When Brother Logan told me how my men done for his wife on Friday. They train Mm -hmm. Better do good. Mm -hmm. Then I become Lombardi. Mm -hmm. But they were excellent. What I expect, I expect excellence. Mm -hmm. Because you're Christ-Temper-North man. You understand? Mm -hmm. These people in here that's going through these situations and circumstances, they Christ tipping off women. Mm -hmm. Guess what they're doing? They're under the teaching and they're using the tools. That's
2: right. You see?
0: Period. And one of the greatest tools you can have is add up. Mm And you know what that means? I can't miss Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't miss. Because I've got to get my spiritual muscle. So that when something comes, I have the muscle not only to start, but to finish. Re- read for me, please. Mm-hmm.
1: So now we're going to do another example in verse 31. Suppose a king is about to go to war against another king.
0: Well, you know, well, let me just do something a minute. When he talked about the tower, that just happens to be on my mind. Okay. When they build a tower, They built a tower that had to be, the tower had to have a lot of strength. It had to be strong and it had to be built high. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Up where you could see out. You see? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: When you build your tower of love, how tall is it? How tall is it? How strong is it? The tower has to stand in the midst of storms. But it's got to be made out of something. How strong are you? How high is it? You thinking? Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Okay, so the king, won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose one coming against him with 20,000?
0: Did we? But did we do the... 29, did we do that part? Nope. We if didn't? you,
1: Yeah, if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish.
0: There are people looking at what you say, and they wanna laugh at you. Yes, sir. Oh, they ain't gonna make it. Yes, sir. They've been there before. It's just another one. They don't know that before, ain't the now. I ain't the same person now. I did build one, yes, out of wood. I built one on straw, but I'm building this out on concrete. You see, you see what I'm saying? I built this one different. You understand? You can do it in relationships. This is different. This commitment is totally different. This commitment is made out of this. You see? There are people wanting you to fail. You better believe me. When you want to be successful in life and you start telling people certain things that you want to do to be successful in your life, they want you to fail. And then there's there's two types of crowds. There's the crowd that wants you to go, 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 and the other crowd over here is no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The no's the critics, the backbiters, the liars they can't wait for you to fall. You see? Mm-hmm. Do you know that Christian people, because I've been using it a lot, there are people that don't want you to make it in any aspect of your life. You see? So sometimes you have to keep it quiet until you get it built. Because they'll distract you. You see? You got to, you got to what? Mm. Pay the cost to be the boss, y'all remember that. Are mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you really willing to pay the cost? Mm-hmm. This is in every decision you make in your life, good or bad. Yeah. Right. Everything costs something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amen. You see? These women will tell you, they don't get their hair fixed free. Some of them don't even get their fingernails, none of them get their fingernails free. <laughs> Gwen does her own. She still has to buy the equipment. Right. Nothing is free. Are y'all with me? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go.
1: Verse 31 from the Passion. Gives us an example. Have you ever heard of a commander who plans to go out to war without first sitting down with strategic planning to determine the strength of his army to win the war against a stronger opponent?
0: So you need to remember, I'd use the water go. You're getting ready to go in against a light, a heavyweight. You may want to sit down and figure out what you're going to do. or you might want to figure out what you are not going to do. (laughs) This king, this king had, he had some great warriors, but he was going up against another one that uh, he had 10,000, but this other king had 20,000. What did he do?
1: (laughs) So if he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and we will ask for terms of peace.
0: I can't whoop this guy. Don't that make sense? So I'm going to send some folk over there, and let's make peace. Mm-hmm. For real. Mm-hmm. You see? That's just wisdom. Jesus is helping us here that there are some battles that you don't need to be fighting because you don't have what it takes to win it with your own strength, you need to send the Holy Ghost over there and and negotiate for you. You see? Because you can't win it. It's too big for you. Every fight is not your fight to win. But every fight can be your fight to lose. And so you need to know when and when not. There's a time when you need to stay and there's a time when you need to, there is a time when you need to fight flight. It's a good parable. You better figure it out Mm -hmm. what you up against. Mm -hmm. People die, and I'm not talking about COVID-19, whatever that thing is. People die because they won't listen to the medical field. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. And then people die because they do listen to them. Mm -hmm. And and they'll tell you, go ask somebody else. Get a second opinion. You see? Are you with me? Mm -hmm. You know sometimes this king was very smart. What happened is it was exaggerating. They had a problem. And they were about to go to war. Satan got in the middle of it. They called their pastor to help him. Help him figure it out, Mm -hmm. because this is too much for him. Mm -hmm. Let him sit down and negotiate for you. Mm -hmm. Because right now, where you at, Mm -hmm. you don't have what it takes to win. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. I remember one time we were having a um, dinner, breakfast in the back, and uh, the McCall's, uh, Shirley McCall and Ronald McCall were doing the, the talking. We brought them in as a married couple to talk. And they asked uh, a question. And uh, Ronald said, we don't know. Asked Pastor, Sister Gwen, he said, and we answered it. I think Sister Gwen answered it or might answer it. He says, That's the difference, I forgot what it was, the difference between 25 years and 35. You see, sometimes you need, you don't have enough to put it together. Go get somebody to negotiate for you before it falls apart. Mm -hmm. All right, am I doing all right? Is this the last scripture?
1: Yes, we'll end with verse 33 from The Voice. And Jesus says, in the same way, if you want to be my disciple, it will cost you everything. Yeah. Don't underestimate that cost.
0: Don't underestimate that cost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to cost you something. You're going to follow Christ? you going to follow this? Don't underestimate it. It's easy getting saved, but it's hard living the life. And you need to add up the cost. All right? Amen.